welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Mark 1 records John the Baptist's prophecy of Jesus, followed by his baptism. John's task was to prepare the way for Jesus' advent, which meant bringing a message designed to convict sinners of their need of repentance. His personal demeanor as a wild man from the wilderness reflected that grim and fiery message. The truest way to create in souls a longing for Jesus and to lead to a clear understanding of his unique gift to mankind is to evoke the penitent consciousness of sin. The preacher of guilt and repentance is the herald of the bringer of pardon and purity. That is true in reference to the relation of Judaism and Christianity, of John and Jesus, and it is as true today as ever it was. And John preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Here we have, in all its beautiful simplicity, the foreshadowings of the great doctrines later to be expounded through the early church. God had indeed come down to tabernacle among men. To be immersed in water signified that the participant had voluntarily forsaken the old life of sin. To be immersed in the power of the Holy Spirit indicated the same participant had sincerely embraced the deeper life offered to be filled and flooded inside and out with the very life of God, the divine spirit. The first of these might indicate a wonderful confession. The second reveals something far better, a marvelous condition. Incorporated in this change was a transfer from the old system of robed priests and stone temple, animal sacrifice and Sinaitic law to the inner life of holiness with its purified heart and godly behavior. As Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit, as the scripture says, like a dove descended upon him, and there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. All of heaven was interested in what was taking place. We've been told in Genesis 1.26 that in the beginning of time, the triune God met and said, Let us make man in our image. The members of the same divine family were at the baptism of Jesus. God the Father spoke from heaven, God the Son stood listening, and God the Holy Spirit descended upon the Savior. At the beginning he said, Let us make man. At the Jordan that seemed to be saying, Let us save man. The ensuing story of the Gospels reveals how they did it. John Baptist tells us that the sign had been told him beforehand and that it was his sight of the descending dove which heightened his thoughts and gave a new turn to his testimony, leading him to know and to show that this is the Son of God. The opened heavens have long since closed and that dread voice is silent, but the fact of that attestation remains on record that we too may hear through the centuries God speaking of and to his Son and may lay to heart the commandment to us, which naturally follows God's witness to Jesus. Hear ye him. The symbol of the dove may be regarded as a prophecy of the gentleness of the Son. 
Thus early in his course, the two qualities of being both strong and gentle were harmonized in him, which so seldom are united, and each of which dwelt in him in divinest perfection. John's anticipations of the strong coming one look for the manifestations of his strength in judgment and destruction. How strangely his images of the axe, the fan, the fire are contrasted with the reality, emblemed by this dove dropping from heaven with sunshine on his breast and peace in his still wings. Through the ages, Christ's strength has been the strength of gentleness, and his coming has been like that of Noah's dove with the olive branch in its beak and the tidings of an abated flood and of a safe home in its return. He comes to conquer by weakness and reign by the omnipotence of love. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.